This is Cinema Degeneration. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing that. Just some things you gotta do. We all go a little mad sometimes. You wanna know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured? You just can't let them go? Go! Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? <laughs> Please, God. This is God. The dead will walk here. I'm just gonna bash your brains. And your suffering will be legendary even in hell. <laughs> it's alive, it's alive, it's alive. They all flow down here. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Boy, our introductory show tonight features our Grindhouse Pizzeria, which is dedicated to all things Grindhouse and exploitation. Whether it's extra cheesy or loaded with meat, you'll always get a belly full of hot, nasty goodness. Come on in, pull up a chair and grab you a slice. The mark of the devil is Desmond. The devil's nightmare will leave its mark on you, rated R. Alrighty, folks, welcome once again to Cinema Degeneration's Grindhouse Pizzeria. The pizza ovens are fired up. We've got a couple of hot pies in the oven, and we're ready to go and chow down on some cheesy, meaty goodness. Uh, what we are serving up today is Devil's Nightmare from 1971 or from 1974, depending on the, rele the release that you're, you're talking about. Those originally released in 71. Uh, re-released in 74 and apparently remade in 2012 i just found this out this uh afternoon but oh we'll i didn't into... that. wow yeah yeah I, I i didn't know it was remade either but uh let me introduce ourselves i am your host cameron scott this is my co-host tommy k tom commissar how are you doing we're doing great cam we're doing great looking forward to diving into this one yeah, this was a crazy one. I know I, I kind of had you wondering with my text the other day. <laughs> but but I, I thought it was, it, it just makes a, it has a weird tonal shift. It, it, we will talk about it once we get rolling, but it, it just has this weird tonal shift in the middle of it once the succubus shows up and it just makes a left turn into fucking craziness. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, I just found out uh, that I had a remake put out in 2012. So I bookmarked it on IMDb and I'm going to try to hunt it down to see just like how close they remade it and see if it's uh, streaming anywhere. So if I find it, I will uh, send you the link to it, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. But uh, yeah, Devil's Nightmare. Uh, I, I saw the poster for this. And the first thing I did when I was like searching for new uh, you know, films for us to cover here on Grindhouse Pizzeria, I saw the poster and it was just like, oh, we, I got to find this by hook or crook. If I have to buy a copy of it, I will, I, you know, if I don't have it streaming. But thankfully, it's on Pluto, it's on Tubi, and you can get it just about anywhere for about the uh, price of about $10, $12 on DVD. So it's pretty accessible for all you folks out there that may want to watch this and uh, haven't seen it yet because this 
I don't know. It was a first time watch for me. Was it a first time watch for you? Yes, sir. When you showed that uh, again, I wasn't familiar with the with the na- even the name of the movie, and I saw that, and you sent that poster little thing, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty badass. And you know how it is with me and and with posters, man. <laughs> well, I guess with everybody that likes these kind of movies, it's the posters, dude. You that poster will suck you in, and you know, and like, oh yeah, it's poster, just like, oh, great God, painted God, artwork. I this I gotta see this, you know. And it's it's really cool, and so I was excited to get into it, and I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we did, and we'll we'll get into that. But I mean, I'll tell you, so but yeah, no, I had not seen this before, and I don't even know if I was familiar with the title. I may have seen it, but I, I was completely unfamiliar with it. Didn't know anything about it. Like and I knew about it in passing. I had heard of it. I think I'd probably seen a trailer for it now and again, but I just you know was one that slipped by me. I'd never seen it, and when I. Uh, saw the this alternative like i think it's a french poster and i was just like oh like i gotta i gotta seek this out just have to but let's go ahead and get right off into it we'll start with a quick imdb synopsis and then we'll get going all right devil's nightmare 1971 is as follows a group of tourists traveling on a bus take a detour to stay overnight in a castle owned by a family cursed with the history of satanism and death and I feel like that totally does not do it justice. <laughs> right. That's, that's like, that's the tip of the iceberg. Like, that's the core right. of what the story's about. But there's a lot of shit going on in this. Like, let's start off by saying that it's it's an Italian slash, slash Belgium slash French production. So it's yeah. all over the place. Yes. All, and, and uh, it, yeah, exactly. And it definitely has that feel to it, too. Um, I was excited right when it started off. I was, uh, I was drawn into it. It starts out, um, in like, in, uh, it's the end of like World War II. Uh, and we'll get uh, that big title card that says Berlin 1945, and they start with a lot of that, that old stock footage. They use that stock war footage and stuff like that, and it's black and white, and then it goes, it kind of looks sepia, or if that's uh, or sepia toned, yeah, toned, you know, that's what I meant. And uh, it's kind of a trip, but <clears throat> it starts out really. They use that footage, and then they go right to a bunker, and then they ju- they pretty much jump right into it. You got Baron von Ronberg, um, and uh, he's basically the main character. He's the he's the actual Baron that uh, that uh, the, the story this story is kind of based around. Um, yeah, he- yeah. It's, I mean, it's based around him and uh, his family's curse, right? And so it starts right out with him. He's a Nazi general. And uh, you can hear, <clears throat> again, he's down in a bunker, but it looks like a little apartment or a little house, but it's down in a bunker. Um, and you can hear, like, bombs hitting the, you know, ground. And, you know, and, and, you know there's plasters like, raining from the ceiling. Yeah, every every yeah, third bomb goes off. Right. It's the end. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, they're, they're, they're losing the war. And, you know, he's down there kind of like, you know, just kind of smoking a just, cigarette. And he's, just waiting it out. <laughs> right, like, you know. But not only is he waiting for the war to take take them out or whatever is going to happen, uh, he's actually, his wife uh, is in the other room, and she's having a baby. Yeah, so, and she does not look good. She doesn't look good, uh, very good. It very, having, becomes very quickly apparent that, uh, that she's not long of this world. She's definitely in distress, and it's not good. Um, there's like a midwife or whatever, uh, lady in there that, uh, nurse who's helping. And, uh, 
there's another guy in there who he, that's his. Uh, it's actually the guy who plays Hans. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, at first I had to rewind <laughs> it when Hans first popped up, and I I, I, I it, it, backed it, it up. It, I'm like, yeah, it's him. Yeah, it's him. Now, I don't know if he's Hans in that. I don't remember if he's, but he's. But we'll get into the Hans thing without confusing people. So anyway, he's there with one of his, you know, lieutenants or whatever the rank is. This guy is like, in, you know, it's, and, yeah, uh, it's not very. It's not very clear to what rank there are, but right, it doesn't really obviously, matter. You know, obviously the Baron is the general and he's the boss, and so he's down there, and uh, so he's. They had the baby, and then he wants to know. He walks in and. The nurse is t- taking care of the baby who was just born, and it's uh, the mother has died, and uh, and the Baron doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't seem to really care about what's going on with her at all. I don't think he even inquires about it. It's just you know they put a sheet over her and it's, she's gone. Uh, but they um, they uh, uh, oh she's got so he he's inquiring. He wants to know if it's a boy, and the nurse says no, it's a it's a girl. And then you you can see, you know, you can tell, like, oh, that's not what he wanted to hear. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, for this beautiful little baby girl, <coughs> the uh, Baron, everybody kind of clears out. And uh, the Baron kind of goes back into the room by himself and he and he pulls out a dagger and they kind of just kind of go up on him. And you know what he's going to do. He, you know, and it's obviously they don't they don't get into the details yet of why he's doing that. They, but they he, do ha- handle it, you know, considering, you know, that they're killing a fucking infant right. you know but like they handle it with as much uh class and decorum as they can right so they kind of go up on them they don't you don't hear any baby making noise or anything terrible you know it's like or you know him like you know <laughs> you know the hand in the air with the knife they don't do that but you know he pulls the blade out and you know he's going to kill the little baby girl yeah so that i mean the thing about it folks this is the st- Stepping off point, you know, three minutes into the movie, the right. guy kills his own baby. He's already <laughs> killing his own daughter for newborn infant. So it's like, so right off the bat, you're like, like, oh boy. <laughs> I know. I was just like, oh, <laughs> like I better take some thumbs or something. <laughs> yeah, when he wants to know if it's a boy and he finds a girl, I'm like, oh, here we go. The classic, you know, we got to, you know, like what's going on here. And uh, so he, so he, he kills the baby, but you don't see it. And then it kind of goes into, uh, uh, it kind of fades. Well, it goes to the titles. You see this black and white picture of a cool old castle. It's right, like right. looking. It's a really cool old fucking castle. And then it kind of goes into it goes into color. And now you see the Baron. He looks a little bit older. I'm gonna assume it's supposed to be the 60s or 70s. I I don't remember, but yeah, like, I'm assuming that it's still like that. That it's like 1971, like when they filmed yeah. it for them. It was present day. Because right. he didn't, you know, he looked barely a little bit older, maybe a little gray around the temples, but you know, he is aged very well. <laughs> right. He yeah. He he held up uh, there movie wise. He he looks pretty good. So he's he's just kind of there now. He's like sitting in his this castle, and he's now he's the Baron. And he's uh, <clears throat> you know, he's been like in regular clothes, and he's just this you know, Baron, and uh, and this awesome old gothic castle it's really cool and, and like, this woman is talking to him she's interviewing him or something and then she asks if he can she can take pictures and he tells her no yeah he um, said no pictures please no i won't pictures, allow it please i will not allow it so well, it's, I, I love i love the transition here though 
because it's like, no, not no pictures. I won't allow it. Hard cut, ladies taking pictures. Right. She's like, right, <laughs> right, right. It's like, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, no pictures. Well, fuck you. I'm taking pictures. <laughs> right. Well, uh, good thing you said no because I, I'm going right out there and taking pictures. So now she's on the outside of the this castle, and it's really cool looking place. A cool castle. It's old and and uh, just it's just got that look. It's well, got. It was all- filmed in. Um, I can't pronounce it. Chateau de Atoin. Okay. It's Chateau de something. I, I'm not going to try to pronounce <laughs> it because I'm I'm massacring it, but it was real. Cool. I can do. I'm not really good at, 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 at that. So, yeah. That Chateau de Tong. Yeah, de something Cast- like that. <laughs> Chateau de Castle. Chateau de Castle. In Be- Be- so, anyway. <laughs> So I'm sorry, so, folks. I'm not trying. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to be mean. I just can't. Uh, even if it's Bill Smith, you know, or something like that, I, I'm. I'm going to mispronounce it nine out of ten times. <laughs> so anyway, she's 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 taking pictures and she's kind of all over the outside of the place. They can taking all kinds of shit. And then so she gets discovered taking the pictures, and then uh, so you know, then she's now she's being chased. And uh, she's running. Uh, does, does she, who does she see that that takes her off running? You think I would know this already? I just saw the. No, I, I, as I remember it, they don't show that she's to see something lurking in the shadows, and she, she saw ru- something lurking, and then she's running <clears> through <throat> the woods. She's running through the woods for her life. I remember in the thing, she her hair's like up, like in a bun or something, and as she's every clip they show of her hair's like coming down more, and that, right, right. Like, and uh, <laughs> it was actually pretty cool because it looked like, you know, it, it, so she's running through the, you know, now she's just like running, you know, for dear life. You know, what the hell is going to happen? And, um, and, and then, I mean, she, I guess she like dies of fright. Yeah. I mean, like, looks like They try to the thing like you know, she had like she saw something or something happened to her. And she basically they, they she just yeah, she just basically dies. Um, and uh and uh, and 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 that's it. And then and then it cuts to, it, it kind of just go, it cuts to this, like a. Uh, uh, well, like, it shows of her. It shows her like laying there, like something's coming at her. And then and then you yeah, see, it's the creatures I, or the her head, point right, of view. And then, and then her head just kind of goes to the side, and her eyes are wide open. So that's all you see. You don't see anything that happened to her. And then from that point, it cuts over to like some sort of like a little tour little bus like a little mini little bus type thing it's like yeah, a big... the most rinky dink looking bus that i've right. ever seen right <laughs> not, it's not not since it's... like the the bus in the golden child has has there been more rinky dink bus yeah but it's kind of cool looking and... it's neat it's neat looking but man i yeah, wouldn't but... trust it going up and down those those uh right. hillsides and it's funny because now we now it's like an all-in-one shot we've got basically the main characters other than the baron um, and it's cool because they kind of show, and they're each one of them got their own little things, and they're heading. The most unique they're... character I got, I got to say though, is uh, uh, what's his name? The the bus driver. Uh, the driver is yeah. I love the driver because they don't. He's obviously the gluttony guy. He and uh, and he's he's driving and he's eating a piece of chicken, and they go right to it. He's kind of heavy set. He's balding. He's got like you know. Like just kind of like male pattern baldness thing, and he's, kind of like <laughs> he's got the Bill Murray thing going on. Yeah, and he's got <laughs> he's got this kind of cheap suit on, and he's like riding his bus on this fucked up road, and he's like just like 
eating this chicken. Like it's it's more about eating this thing. He's kind of greasy fingers and you know they said it's nasty. There's a couple <laughs> of times where they really show some like close ups of him eating and like some lingering shots of him eating and it's gross. It, it's it's really it's gross. gross. It's disgusting. It's greasy chicken and it's all over his face and on the or on the top of his lip. Like it almost looks like Vaseline. It's so bad. And they, yeah, it's, it, it's pretty sick. Yeah. But anyway, they're on this road. They they stop, and uh, what what is? And then there's a guy by the side of the road who's very very creepy looking. He's this really tall, skinny guy. I, with- I nicknamed him at least at first until I realized who he was. I just nicknamed him Creepy Roadside Pervy Fire Watcher. Yeah, and that's what he's doing. He's got he's he's standing next to a big fire that he's and he's kind of keeping an like eye. He, like he's just burning. You know, appears like you know like he's just burning some brush. Right. Right. Because the, the road is blocked off, and so he's kind of the harbinger of doom that tells him, like, oh, you know, <laughs> kind of like the old uh, the old pet cemetery line, well, you don't want to go up that road. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, what is, it? what is it now? They're going to run out of gas or something, right? And they decide to, like, they have to, or was it that? Or something? Well, they were low on gas, and they couldn't make it up. By they night couldn't fall. make it all the way back. Right, they couldn't they get saying. there. It was going to be nighttime, and they didn't want to travel, so... So this guy by the side of the road, to, you know, they 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 know about this castle that'll let them kind of crash out for the night. So they decide to do that, um, and then it cuts back. Now you've got some guys. They've already got this girl that they found, the one that just died. That was the photographer. They're taking her into some building, and uh, and they've got her on a stretcher, and it's her body, uh, and, and so she's obviously dead. And they take her into somebody's house. It's almost it just looks like somebody's kitchen. And yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, you know, or like living room or something. It's just like somebody's house where they're like, oh, bring the body in on this like thing. And they just kind of lay it on a table and they got like a doctor or somebody standing. I don't know. If that, I guess it was a doctor. And they're just looking at her and they're trying to figure out what happened to her. And uh, that's when they discover they, they discover something on her arm. It's like a mark. Yeah, they as they <laughs> deem it, it is the mark of the devil, and they say the succubus has come back for the castle, or right? Back they all, to the castle, right? So they all kind of know about this curse, and uh, and so you know, and then the one lady points at it, and so they all just kind of, you know, it's nothing shocking. It's just like they know, oh, the succubus has returned. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? Okay, like, and, like, they're, like, they're all very nonchalant of like, oh, succubus, right, like, like uh, she's just back from vacation. Like, she was in the town. It, this horrible thing that's about to happen is back, you know, like there's going to be, it's going to be, there will be, you know, fucking death and mayhem murder. And it's like, just kind of like, eh, yeah, uh, I guess, you know, so it cuts, it goes, to, it cuts right back to the uh, bus pulling up to the castle. And this castle is really cool looking. I mean, this, beautiful looking castle. Yeah. It's really fucking beautiful. You think, oh man, I mean, fuck. But it's like the Amityville house at the same time. Cause I got to know here, like, they pull up, and the first thing that happens is the front doors just start to swing open on yeah. its own, and a, the stone face of a demon gargoyle falls from the sky. And, and la- that one girl. Yeah. Was- I'm like, I, I wrote in big capital letters, listen, doors open on their own, demon stones fall from the sky, get the fuck out. Yeah, just- that's, a, that's a warning. You know, yeah. like, you know like... <laughs> Come on in because the door opens, but it's like you know you you might die, you know. Like, so it's like, oh, you're gonna die. This is a question of not how or, right, or when right. or just when. What what time? You know. So again, like, <laughs> so it's all kinds of weird shit. There's a big 
there's a big toad, you know, sitting there, and they, you know, and oh, I forgot about the toad. Yeah, there's a big toad. So it's like all those weird shit, like all these bad omens. Like, oh fuck, you know, like I don't, you know, like, and so. And- why was it like it seemed to be me in just movies like this that people just like knock on the door or if it, in this case the door just opens right up for them they just go right into the house or right into the castle they don't like yeah. wait for anybody to come to the door or anything they just like mm, we're just gonna go and make ourselves at home it's like mm. right they don't even wait for riffraff to come open the door <laughs> hello you know, like, like you go go see right go into the movie you know it's like they just fucking go in. Oh, maybe that was a thing back then. He's walking. Oh, you know, like oh, you know, here, you know, I'm in my, I'm in your house. But uh, anyway, so they're all in there. And uh, what is it? There's seven of them in it. There's six or seven. Yeah. Well, there no, there's seven of them because as I read uh, in some of the Wikipedia stuff and the IMDb trivia, is that they were each one was supposed to represent one of the seven sins. Seven deadly, the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Yes. So, so they've got. Uh, They've got a cast of characters there. They're all like, I don't know how to, I don't remember their names. <laughs> I, I wrote down a couple of names, but I started getting uh, confused of who a couple of the girls were uh, in it. I know they were, as they come in, you know, I mean, like you got Hans and I think you got uh, Geta or Greta. That's like uh, the housekeeper and the butler. And right. I, and I know that the, the, the bus driver's name was Jusha. And yeah. then you got Howard who and Nancy, they're the married couple, mar- very unhappily married. You got Father Alvin, and then my least favorite character of all time, Mason, the, the crotchety I, old fart that just complains yeah. the entire time, bitches it and looks down <laughs> at everyone. He's such a cocksucker. I really hate him, but I, I like I hated him, but I liked him because he was just such a dick. Like Yeah, he's a character you like, love to hate, you know? I would like stand with and go, you fuck. You know, like you know, if I was stuck on a bus with him, I'd be like, "Listen, uh, we're, we're we're weighted down, aren't we? Riding a little heavy. Can we like dump this old fool?" Well, you get customers like that, like I'm, I'm, you know, so oh, that, yeah. uh, like you know, you they come in and they start on you like that, and that guy is just like, "Fuck, there's no pleasing this guy," you know, like he's just like, "Fuck, shut up," you know, it doesn't matter what you do, he's gonna fucking just rip you a new one. I gotta talk about real quick though, Hans. I yeah. Hans is the butler or the or whatever they call it, the concierge or whatever. He but he's like the you know the butler, really dressed to the nines and the in the uh, the very full slick box. suit, very very, slick look, suit. very 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 good looking suit. But he's really strange looking. He, he's a great character. He's an older guy, probably in his I don't know, maybe fifties, sixties. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say he was probably somewhere between fifty to sixty. I would guess. It looks like the side of his head. I'm not like making fun of him but he looks odd like maybe he had been in an accident or something like for real like the side of his face is kind of scarred and kind of like maybe a skull got hit or something he looks he looks a little odd so i i wondered that myself if that was a natural condition or if it was something they did maybe show because it's the same actor that that played him that played uh you know the lieutenant so i'm wondering if maybe you know, something happened to him in the war, and that was supposed to be, you know. Maybe, yeah, maybe that was they show. Maybe, yeah, because I was trying to think of the same thing. Like, okay, but either way, it really adds to if it's whether it's naturally on him for whatever reason or they did it. it, it it's really effective because it just he's 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 kind of an odd egg to begin with, just the way he acts. Because it's weird because as he takes them into each room, he starts, you know, he go right away. He's he's doing his job. He's taking them to the things. 
but then he's explaining like what bad happened to that room, like you know, like like what murder. Yeah, I, I love that. That's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> as he takes them to each one of their rooms, he's like, "Oh, this is well." Before we even get to that part, I want to touch base on one thing. Other thing that was a get out moment for me is when he says, "Oh yes, we were expecting you. We had a random lady caller that knew your names because he knows their names when they show up." <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that get was the fuck out. Really? Get the fuck out, people. <laughs> Right. This isn't like nowadays where you got you can get all this information about shit going on. It's like back then it was like who the hell was this lady calling ahead of time? To, you know, like <laughs> right. what what you know, like what is that, going that on? was that was the succubus. That was the fucking succubus. But we'll that, get into right, this. Right, of course. But now but but and then now it's, it's crazy because he's taking him to this room and then like in front of this fireplace, there's like a there's like it looks like white paint, but it's the mark of the hoof. It's the mark of the beast, like on the ground, and they're mm-hmm. like, like, look, and they're looking at it. And he tells them what it is. It's like, what? You know, like the and the father, the preacher guy, the priest. It's kind of you know, you know. I, I guess he's in priest in training. He wasn't a priest yet, but he's like, you know, he's the yeah. you're gonna get. And uh, you know, it's, I, I like, love though when he's taking them from room to room. Each room has its own per, like personal story. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. He goes into one, and it's like, is what is that? They're a dove laying there. It's not dead though. Like he's walking around with it and it's like blinking or something. Yeah, because they found like like oh, because the old man I think it was in Mason's room because he thought it was a bad omen and he's like oh no they they fly down the the chimney or something like that and they end up right. flying around the rooms. And then the old man he goes in there and he's like this room is stuffy, you know. And so he goes to open the thing and then it's all bricked up and they. They 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 bricked it up because what some people fell out of the window or whatever. Yeah, crazy people story. had fell to their death. Uh, <laughs> each room had a story. There was one room where somebody had been exercised and died. A couple a couple that had, had their throat slit while sleeping. There was somebody that had committed suicide, and then the the people that had either fallen to their deaths or were pushed out the window. Like I'm saying. That's my third get out moment. That's three right get there. the fuck out moments right in a row. Point, I'm like, you know, if, we're, if we're not going to go anywhere, I'm going to sleep in the bus. It's all right, dude. You guys, we can... right? And uh, so, and, and it, so basically, they're they're, they're just kind of, you know, they're kind of going showing the rooms, and of course, they're not, you know, they're all kind of like, all right, you know, like what the fuck. And then uh, who? Uh, then you see Hans. He kind of goes down to like a, like a, it's like a dungeon in a way. And uh, you see the Baron, and he's an alchemist. He's where he's doing chemistry or doing. He's got beakers and. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's a mad scientist dungeon, you know. I mean he's just he's doing mad scientist shit, beakers right, and down, bubbling liquids. Right he's, right, he's down there with you know stuff boiling and perking and smoking and you know and he's up to something. Who knows? And then uh, and then I <laughs> like it never. I like how they just keep showing cool stuff with the uh, our 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 driver, uh, the 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 gluttony guy. Yeah, he opens the, up a suitcase. He's got a big sausage wrapped up like in a cloth. Yeah, he's got like a big link of like summer sauce, but then he's got like this line of like bratwurst that are just wrapped in a cloth next to his like his pants. Right, and he pulls them out. <laughs> and he breaks one off. And he just starts like gnawing into it, snapping, you know. Yeah, he gnaws in that thing like Franklin from Texas Chainsaw right. Massacre. He's just right. gnawing on the sausage. <laughs> yeah, he's just, you know, it's like, yeah, all right. And uh, and uh, and then uh, and then we go to we go to the the blonde girl. I forget what her name is. She's very beautiful, and she's taking a bath. And then that is Regine. Regine. Yeah. 
And then the other girl with the with the they always had the uh, placer thing hit her. She's in there too, and there you think it's kind of be uh, kind of a sexy scene. She's in like her bra and, and kind of in there with the bathroom with her. She's the brute. they always teeter on in this movie on the the borderline of like a, of being quote unquote sexy and you know right. showing some TNA, but they never really show anything. Never, it's always implied. Never, yeah, they tease. I remember that scene. I was going, okay, well, here we go. We're gonna get a little. Some little late. action, little action, but yeah, that was Regine. Regine was the blonde, and Corinne was the name of the redhead. Ah, that, okay. that, that almost had the the piece of the gargoyle fall on her. Yeah. Right, right. So, so but it's a weird intercut because they intercut between them taking a, a, a the one girl taking a bath and the other girl getting ready to take a bath with her, and <laughs> Dusha. The the, the 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 bus driver eating on his fucking bratwurst is a weird intercutting right. moment. It's just like <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to pull off here, but it, it's weird and I like it. They they it would have been cool. I know we, we're not remaking the movie, but it would have been cool if he was eating the sausage and looking through a keyhole and they were taking a bath. But anyway, <laughs> that'd have been dirty. I'd have, again, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have been all for it. I'd have been all for it. Uh, so anyway, so they're kind of going from room to room. And then they go to uh, they go to our the one room where the 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 lady she almost looks like a young uh, what was that the uh, oh I forget who she was are you talking about the wife she's got the wife with the dark hair yeah, the dark yeah. hair I thought she looked like Joan Collins thank you I was trying so, to make it so it wasn't just me no she looks okay. totally like Joan Collins I in fact when I first saw her I go what. Looking like, oh, she's not in this, but she does look like her. She totally looks like what Joan Collins looked like back then. She's got that kind of hair, dark, those kind of really that beautiful eyes. She's a very lovely woman. Yeah, she's got a lovely looking woman, but like. Nobody, Nobody really in this movie, probably with the exception of the Father Alvin is a pleasant person no nobody is every, everybody's got some issues yeah yeah exactly they're all in uh i'm, I'm trying her, to be nice about it and just say right. instead of saying they're assholes but but i got just said. <laughs> now her husband is kind of a he's a cad you know he's just like you know he's like a, he's a real good looking kind of a fucking but he's a real he's a real cad that's the word i'm using for him you know he could tell he's like yeah. you know and uh, what's his name in there? Uh, I forget. Oh, that ha- um, Howard. Howard. Yeah, that's Lorenzo Terzan. And uh, and uh, yeah, he's Howard, and he, you know, he could. So he's he, you know, he's kind of narcissistic and kind of digs himself, and he's kind of a dick, and and uh, and again, we're well, he, we're he just makes no uh, mistake about it. Like he's got wandering eyes. Yeah, he's a playboy. Like right he, he was already kind of because she's jumping on him because. You know, the wife, because she's already pissed, because he was already kind of flirting with that one kind of brunette, uh, the the Corrine. Corrine, uh, yeah. He was already kind of flirting with her. And then, so now we're kind of hanging out, having drinks. It's like cocktail hour before we eat. And uh, so they're kind of hanging the barons down there now. Now he's wearing a really nice suit, the little different thing. You know who he reminded me of a little bit? Robert Corey, a play uh, uh, that played uh, Count Yorga and in Madhouse. Ah, you know, yeah, he, yeah. He had he had that kind of an air about him, yeah, that kind of grandiose I, air about him. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so, so we're we're in we're basically we're having drinks, and, uh, and of course our our driver 
doesn't fail to, you know, to disappoint with, uh, you know, you know, he's grabbing, you know, and sucking the, this little flu of, of, you know, whatever is wine or champagne. He's sucking it down as fast as he can. <laughs> so he can get another one. Yeah. Because like Greta, the, 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 the housekeeper just like, you know, he finishes the bottle. He just waves it at her and just like, Hey, like another one, another one. Or, or, right. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and what so dinner party would be complete complete without some uh, creepy organ music playing? I was just gonna say that Hans is playing the organ, and it's like the creepiest like horror movie like soundtrack music. It's like really scary music. It's like, well, yeah, this is relaxing, you know. Like, yeah, the, it's like uh, something. It almost sounds like a lost track from Band of the Opera. Yeah, it's like really like really gothicy, scary kind of you know intense you know dramatic horror music you know on an organ you know it's kind of like yeah yeah you would hear this in a castle but you know like in the soundtrack you know when they're running for their lives you know but he's playing it you know yeah, it's, it's he, dinner music here yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah it's the entertainment hans is you know it's like lurch in adam's family <laughs> playing the organ you know for everybody while they're while they're eating they're sitting around this big grand table with red candlesticks and it's it's a gorgeous setup. I mean, it's a nice. The table's beautiful. Food everywhere, and they're eating soup. It, it, it makes me long for a day where I can visit an old castle like that. Oh you know? yeah! Can you imagine having a? Can you imagine having access to something like that where you could actually film and like have everybody spend the night? Uh, I'd the be able to make a hundred movies. Uh, oh my god! You'd have, yeah, you'd have to do that. Like, all right, we're gonna make our main movie, and then we're gonna make a couple of. Other quirky movies in a couple of days. Well, it'd be yeah, like yeah. the name of that castle that that escapes me, but the infamous one that they used in so many of the Hammer horror movies. You know, the uh, I can't remember the name of that castle, but they used it for every other movie they did. But this has that kind of feel. Like this, 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 this dinner they're having there is pretty is pretty cool. And like I don't know, it's like one of these things. And these things, you always have to have the big dinner with everybody at the table. It's almost like you have to have the scene like this because it's just perfect. And, uh, well, it's just, it's the point where you, I mean, you got to know some of these characters a little bit already, but it's it's where you get to know know the the crust of a person, so to speak, right. you know. Yeah, exactly. So because this is uh, where we get our uh, this is where our succubus shows up. Or I mean, she goes under the. I don't think they actually ever call her by name. I think she says her name is Lisa at one point, but I, I don't think anybody ever really ever calls her by name. But she, like when soon she shows up. The phone stopped working. The, right. the, the the front door of the place locks and nobody can open it. So it's like she shows up like as the harbinger of doom is like the phone stopped working. Can't right. get out of the place. And then when she has that line, like when they I can't remember who it is, which character I ask her. But I wrote down the line. They ask her what she does. And, and she's like, I collect men. And I wrote, well, in big capital letters, I'm like, here's our succubus right now. Right, right. <laughs> And they couldn't pick a more beautiful redhead. Oh my God, she is gorgeous. It's actually yeah, Eric, played Erica Blank, yeah. Blank, whatever. And uh, her character name is Lisa Mueller. Uh, I don't remember but, them ever calling her. That. I don't know if they call her. I don't think. I don't know if they call. I her think at one that. point, like she introduces herself as as Lisa or Lisa. But Lisa. I don't, I don't remember them ever using her last name. But you know, then again, maybe I missed it. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't recall. But at this point, it doesn't. Really she's matter. still working to this day. She's been. Uh, I looked. She has a lot of credits. She's got uh, over. Uh, I think it was like 113, 114 credits, 
still making movies to this day. It's oh, beautiful. I, I didn't know that. That's really cool. She's she's gorgeous in this. I mean, her eyes. <clears throat> she's just dressed to the nines, and she comes in, and it's like, okay, what's going on here? And then you know, Hans, uh, Hans just it takes her. This is when we start finding out the thing, like the phone. Like she's going to use the phone, or or something's going on, and the phone's not working, and. And then Han's like, well, it was, it was just working, you know, like, so like, this is <laughs> it <the> ain't now, <laughs> it ain't now, now that I'm here. And, uh, so it, it basically, this is now she's here and now things are going to get weird, like really fast. And, uh, so I, I want to uh, say when the electricity goes out, because it goes out a few moments later, the place, even though they're just lighting it with candles is still extremely well lit. Like, right. <laughs> I, I, I always make like this place is well lit for having like two candles going in a room, but you know, I'm, but I'm glad I hate when you can't see anything. And this is such a beautiful castle, but yeah, storms, yeah. storms rolling in. They do the fucking classic, you know, the lightning and the, and the thing. You know, so it's like that sound that we've heard in a million movies. And uh, so that, so the lightning's going off and like, you know, and you see it, they, they do a really cool outside uh, exterior shot of the castle and the lightning up above and uh uh you don't see the lightning but you know you just see the flashing so it's like all right yeah it's movie and lightning. So, but now <laughs> she's like right it's right exactly and now she's dressed like she's not in this white thing you know she comes and joins her for dinner she's in this sexy black it almost looks like something uh uh vampirella would wear you know it's yeah, like I, kinda, I actually made a note that i i, I used a half of what you did I like she looked like half a Bond girl, half Vampirella. Yeah, yeah, yo, know, I can totally see that the Bond girl, the Bond girl type thing. Gorgeous. She's got like this, you know. She walks out and she's like, "Oh wow," you know. And then they're all just kind of so they're still sitting there for dinner and they're, and they're just talking and she just comes to join them. And then uh, basically, you're just kind of getting little bits of information of what's going on. There's a there's a kind of a moment where like uh, the it's it's like there's some connections being made there like the wife kind of looks at the baron and they kind of have a moment and then the wife notices that her howard her cheating husband kind of had a little moment underneath the table or they're reaching over to get a napkin or something and he mm -hmm. brunette girl and karina and him like touch hands or they do something so that's hot and just, you know total busted like she's looking at him like you fuck you know, like he's at the table flirting with his broad. And so they're talking, uh, the, our succubus, Lisa, she's talking to uh, our, our our preacher. And then, our you know, our boy, uh, uh, the driver, he's uh, he's he's munching down. And and they're all kind of looking at each other like, you know, and this is the cool scene where, the, where he runs out of wine, our driver, and he just looks over. He looks back at Greta like, like you know, like, like yeah, it just wine. shakes the bottle, just waves it, it shakes at her. the bottle like it's empty. Like, you know, she just comes over the, the little basket, little wine basket thing with it, you know, gives it to him so he can, you know, keep fucking, you know, sucking down all the wine. And uh, it's kind of, it's, <laughs> he's it's, a nasty character. He, uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's not nasty. really a bad guy. He's just he's a bad guy. He's just like, you know, like he's just, he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to eat. You know, he just when he's got drinking fuck, that's all he wants. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, right. You know, and uh, you know, sit the, in bed, scratch himself. Point, eat, you know? Isn't this the point where we get what you call a bozo no no? Uh, did they did they do that in there? Uh, well, they did. They had the point where our uh, 
the blondie, the regine, is in her room, and blood starts dripping from the ceiling, and they go to investigate, and it's a dead kitten. Ah! Which is still uh, very clearly alive, because the cast is laying there, covered in fake blood, breathing. You know, very, it's very obvious that it's not a dead cat. So, I mean, at least they didn't, you know, back then, the 70s were loosey-goosey with the animal cruelty. Right. But still, it was just like, no, kill the the kitty. The fact that he showed up breathing, though, and they set it up. I don't think they, that was, you know, I think that they probably just had a cat. I don't know how they set it up, but they probably, I don't know if they killed Well, it. it looked like to me like there was a lump of fake fur next to where his belly was because it looked, right. it didn't look realistic. It didn't look realistic at all. Like, I don't think, I, I personally don't think they killed the cat. Otherwise, I I would have turned, I probably would have turned the movie off, to be quite honest. <laughs> you, you know me, you know me. I would not abide by that. But still, just the idea of killing a kitty on camera, even if it's a fake cat, I'm just like, man, like right. kill, kill the people, leave the kitties alone, man. I know. I always hate that too. I think everybody does. I don't think you know. It's like kill the humans, leave the cats and the dogs alone. Well, yeah, you know. You know, it's like you know the the humans deserve it. <laughs> cats, the cats and the dog didn't ask for nothing unless maybe it's Cujo, right. you know. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's different, right? And then uh, <laughs> even Cujo, not to, not to get off on a tangent here, but even Cujo was kind of innocent. He just is a poor thing that got bit by a rabid fucking bear. Right, he didn't really know. Yeah, right. He was sick. You know, like you know, he was. Poor dog. You know, he was yeah, he was justice poor dog. for poor. fucking Cujo, man. Right, justice for Cujo. I mean, good <laughs> right. name, justice for Cujo. <laughs> so anyway, sorry so, folks, sorry folks. We digress. We digress. They so it's kind of a long scene at this table. This is where the lights go out. And where they're just sitting there by candlelight, you know, our succubus is just kind of going on about stuff. And and, and then uh, they kind of go back now. They're all kind of relaxing, kind of thumbing through magazines and drinking and smoking. And and so the Baron is, uh, I think he's he's, he's, he's kind of getting everybody a good night, you know, and he's going to go. And that is where our housewife is kind of interested in him. And she kind of, they kind of wander off. Yeah, she wanders off with them. She does, yeah. So they go, and then right away, Howard the cad, he goes over right over to Corrine, and they're like, so they make a little thing like, hey, at midnight, let's meet under the stairs over by the blah, 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 whatever. And so they, they've already made a plan, like, tonight, they're going to they're going to get it on. <laughs> yeah. They're not being too secretive about it. They, they, I mean, they wait till the wife leaves, but the, I mean, everybody else is still there. Probably not, she's probably not out of the room yet. You know, and he's already walking over to Korean, like set up this booty call. And uh, so it's kind of funny. So I think everybody's, is this where everybody, I don't know, whether they're playing Shaw, what are they doing there? They're playing chess. Yeah, and uh, Mason and Father Alvin are playing chess. Succubus is there. She's yeah. sitting there. And she's and kind of up- making goo-goo eyes at the uh, at the, the priest or the father. Right. right. And then uh, our driver, uh, he he takes off and the blonde girls with him. They're not together, but I think they just leave and they're, they're out of the room. And this is interesting because now uh, the housewife, she's down in the basement with the Baron and she's, and he's, she's convinced that he's turning lead into gold. And, and then she, right. Then right. More than convinced he's, he's got, he's got like a, a pestle full of like gold flakes and she goes, he's kind of like, and he's just, you know, and I think he's kind of, he's not really advertising it. Like she's figuring it out. But I think he's just kind of like, uh, you know, uh, 
And uh, so he's, he's, she's, you know, I think she wants to know more. Yeah, she, and, he, she wants to wants to know more of what he's not giving up. Right. Because he's, he's not giving it up lightly. And so she, she takes off. Uh, she decides to leave and she's got a candle and she's going down the hallway that's not really dark. <laughs> and then kind of bumps into our driver. And, uh, and I, the, the, I think what's, I think she's looking, I don't know if she's looking for a husband right now or what she's doing. She's just kind of wanted. I think she was just going back to her room because everybody is kind of like turning in for the night. Right. And this is like, I guess, when we were talking a little bit off the air, this is where I think the movie makes a complete tonal shift like at the part right at the dinner party from the dinner party on it's just it's a it's a little bit dry and i'll, I'll dare say a little bit slowed leading up to that point but from that point on it moves really really fast yeah because I, I think this is the first thing that happens was that thing you were talking about the blood coming from the ceiling because I, I think she's i think our blonde girl screams and don't they all run up there to see? What's yeah, they going all on? run up and they see the blood and dripping from the ceiling, and that's when they go to investigate it. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't bother to move. She's just sitting there with the blood dripping. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't roll like, out of the way and even try wiping it off her arm. She just like I, she's just staring at like you don't have to like you don't have to let this blood just sit on your arm, you know, and then sit under it. But anyway, so they so the men take off to go. The other guys go uh, take off to investigate. Oh, Mason, the father, you got Howard and our driver. And they're, and that's when you see the cat. And I think it's, I don't know if it's just some cat laying there. It looks like it's breathing. I'm not, I didn't really know. Well, I, had, um, I was just reading while we were, uh, <laughs> while we were doing the show, it said that the cat was sedated and they put the special effects appliances on it. Ah, so okay. It, it was sedated. I'm not sure how they sedated it. Maybe they fucking near overdosed it on catnip or what? <laughs> got but, it. Yeah. Bro. I, I was looking this. I was looking on Wikipedia to see if I could find out anything about it in IMDb, and it it did say that the the part with the cat that they did uh, sedate it and then put the 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 fake ragu on it because I'm gonna say the blood in this movie is some thick ass blood. It like it's, it looks like ragu. It's ragu, like yeah, like you, before you dilute it with any kind of water, it's like right, yeah, it's right, like out of the jar. And uh, but they find this cool. This is where we see the first time we see this sarcophagus. Uh, yeah. There's a gold, gold sarcophagus that's pretty wicked. And uh, yeah, because they got a sarcophagus, they got a guillotine, and there's a isn't there an Iron Maiden too? They yeah, that's using that at the end. The yeah, isn't that the Iron Maiden? But yeah, we know. It, yeah, that's the Iron Maiden thing. I was yeah, it's like kind of gold. It's like a female like figure, and it's just like big. It's like it's as big as like Tutankhamun's sarcophagus. It's this huge. Right. It's like you know, like human sizes, and it's just standing up. So it's like, oh, what's this? What's going on here? And uh, so now everybody's pretty much kind of like, okay, you know, like they saw where the blood's coming from, and and all this shit, and everybody's kind of turning in. We got Mason. He goes into his bedroom, and he's uh. He's kind of looking up, like, hmm, "What's going on?" <laughs> he's kind of uneasy. And, yeah, he uh, might be the most practical one of the group, but he's the most annoying one of the group, right? And then we got uh, so everybody's like kind of secure in their room. We got our driver. He like puts a chair under the doorknob, which is you know. And then uh, we've got uh, Howard, who's with his wife. He's he's like pretending like he's turning in, but he's got his booty date. So he 
he he he turns the latch to make it seem like he locked it, but then he turns the key slowly like he didn't lock it. Like yeah, that's I, I saw that. <laughs> so he doesn't make any noise when you know his wife goes to sleep. So he's waiting for midnight, and then the, our 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 father is uh, he's walking around. He's walking around uh, his room, and it looks like he's. I, I'm assuming he's reading the Bible. I don't remember. I'm what sure he, he was. I think it. I think, I think it was the Bible. He's sitting. He's sitting at a desk, and he's just kind of he's doing stuff. He's working. I forget what he's doing. He's just kind of writing some stuff, and and uh, it's they're just kind of setting up what's going on. They got some. They do show these beautiful uh, German shepherds outside. I remember that they're like in a they're in a cage, and uh, and then he's he's writing it. He writes a letter. Of, and he, didn't he write? He writes. I don't remember what the what the he, meaning of the letter. I'm not sure what the letter was. Uh, I don't know that we ever find out what the letter is supposed to be, uh, who it's supposed to be to, or who it's supposed to be for. But he's writing that letter when he starts getting uh, visions of uh, the succubus of Lisa. Right. Yeah, he looks up and she's already there, and then she disappears. So now we're like, oh, okay. All yeah, right. and she keeps like appearing and disappearing at, at various points in this room. You know, once she's on the bed, and then she's by the fireplace, and then she's by the window, and she. And he's actually, you know, the funny thing is, he's actually playing it off pretty slick. I mean, like, he, he's obviously disturbed by what he's seeing, but, like, he's he's not freaking out, I guess is what not I'm like, saying. like, oh, my God, what's going on? Yeah, he's very calm. It's all, He's yeah. pretty nonchalant about it. He's just kind of like, like, he realizes, you know, like, this isn't good, but he's like, he's just kind of like, okay. And then he just, you know, he doesn't, his face is pretty, he's, he's pretty stopped. He's got a good know? poker face, we'll say. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, so now he sits down on the bed, and now she's there, and she's like, <clears throat> she's ready for action. She's like in this little, she's looking. It looks kind of like the same thing she was wearing, but a little more, more lingerie looking. Yeah, you know? it's like almost the same outfit, but I, <laughs> I, I guess you could say it's the same outfit, just less, less of it. Showing more leg and thigh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So, and now she, so, and then so she's kind of sedu- trying to seduce him. And, uh, and it, it, you know, he's, he's trying to resist if, which would be very tough. It, he's, he's kind of trying to resist, uh, what, what she's trying to do to him and she's doing the same thing. She's kind of disappearing and kind of reappearing. I think she's trying to get him to, you know, get with her to consummate, I guess you could say. Consummate. Right. Right. To, uh, you know, do the bump uglies. And, uh, so he, he, he 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 goes and he he unlocks his he unlocks his door with his big key and he goes back out in the hall and now he's just he's doing what he, he's just walking down the hall and he's doing his thing and now he's kind of like exploring he's kind of exploring the castle I don't I don't remember where he's going but he's just kind of walking around he's already seen her and she's disappearing so I don't know if he's I don't know what was he? well she she does when she like uh kind of denies her advances. She disappears again. I, I always, I, I, I just took it as he was trying to find her and like kind of get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's kind of looking for her, but it's just kind of like it's just yeah. It's weird. It's it's it's, it's a, there are a couple weird cuts in this movie of where characters go to do things and then come back from, you know, I'm using air quotes here that you can't see, you know, coming back. <laughs> from doing something off camera and then there's no kind of resolution. It's like, well, I guess they did what they were set out to do. Um, you know. Right. right. I, I guess they, yeah, right. They, they, they got their task done. 
Because yeah. it, it starts cutting pretty, I mean, it, the, the editing starts getting, uh, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but a little more choppy. This a little more rapid fire where it was a lot of long cuts and a lot of, like, kind of drawn out scenes a little bit. Because it, then it goes back and forth between, you know, our bus driver, you know, the Nancy trying to look for the gold, Howard's trying to get with his lady friend, and it's kind of cutting back and forth before between all of our, uh, uh, I guess you could say, nefarious characters and the trouble they're kind, getting into. <laughs> kind of, yeah, it kind of speeds the rhythm up. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, definitely, like, starts, you know, it, it, it doesn't stay the same speed. It's definitely building tension and, yeah, and you know. Because Nancy, is, she's gone out and she's trying to find, she's trying to find the gold. She's convinced that, like, the the good Baron has. Uh, she's, he's convinced he's got, he's stashed, he's got gold somewhere stashed in the castle. So he, she's looking for that. And then we got our father walking around. And again, this castle, he's he walking through this thing. I go, man, I would love to see this. God, you know, it's like I would love to. One day, right? One day. I mean, all those books and everything like that. I mean, it had to be somebody's castle and like these books. And I'm sure these weren't props. This was like somebody's library or something. And uh, it was probably a real baron. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It was a real, somebody's real castle. But. Anyway, he pulls a book off, and then all these books come flying off the shelf. And this is the father now. He's looking at someone. He finds a book, and then I think this is uh, where this is kind of discovering what's going on. Uh, yeah, because uh, doesn't the book have that same hoof mark on it? Yeah, the same mark he, of the devil. Starting to add two and two, like okay, what's you know why you know who who is, why is she here? What is this? <laughs> if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, then it's a fucking succubus. The Brad's a succubus. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, because then we get uh, our bus driver gets tempted. This is the scene that I got to talk about, because, you know, for a scene that has dead kitties in it, people getting impaled and decapitated and burned alive and all types of stuff going on and dead babies. This is the grossest scene is when the Lisa tempts uh, the bus driver to come down to the kitchen where there's a banquet set up. Like, this right. is food to feed 100 people. And he's just tearing apart a fish. He's tearing apart, like, a lobster. And, and then he's eating chicken and eating stuff, eating with his hands and getting food all over his face. And they're getting, like, down and dirty close-up of him eating. And the sounds of him eating is the, the it's nightmare material. It's gross-out stuff. They're showing real close-ups of his lips, like, yeah. where him, his fingers going into his mouth. And there's, blah, blah. I can't, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it, man. I, if I ever like, watch this movie again, I would probably fast forward through that scene because that's the grossest thing in this movie. It's like grease. Like if you, it's, it's like the greasiest chicken you've ever eaten, and you didn't wipe your mouth the whole time you're eating. Like yeah. it's just like it's all over underneath his nose, all over those upper lips. It's practically up to his fucking eyebrows, man. It's, oh, it's like, just, he's covered. And he's just sucking on this food. And he's sticking his mouth in. Obviously, you know they're doing that on purpose, but it's yeah, it's, it's because they you know they want to show you this gluttony, you know, and uh, and, and, and it, it works good because you're like, oh, it's disgusting. It's like, and uh, which uh, I I've probably been known to eat like that after uh, you know a few. <laughs> like, oh, I know I have too, but I didn't I, let anybody videotape it. That's right, 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 right. <laughs> I, yeah, I had to do that in private. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, a I, fucking crawfish boil or something and, like that. You might have gotten. I, and my wife calling from the other room, you know, stop chewing with your mouth open. 
it's just yeah it like i can say it's a you know as far as a, as a horror movie goes that's the that's the grossest thing in this movie so that should tell you something yeah it, it, it's pretty it's pretty bad but it's cool because you know he gets this is where he gets his yeah, and I think this is the first time we see the the, the succubus or Lisa do her her transformation from Lisa to full blown succubi or succubus. Yeah, and they do a good job on her because her face. It, it's yeah, it looks great. all very. It's, it's, very, it's very pale, and the eyebrows know, are gone. Yeah, and she it's 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 very it's scary. It's not like way overdone where you know she looks like some alien. It's just it's very demonic. And, and 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 it it's it's very creepy. I mean, if that if you saw this beautiful woman, you looked down to get another bite of fucking lobster and looked up and saw that, you'd shit your pants. I mean, you know, it was a, you know, I mean, she's it's it's, yeah. it's good makeup. It, well, you know, you know she tricks him by uh, getting him to agree to one last glass of wine because getting him to. To, to to agree to more food or more wine is not a hard task, and he takes that wine and it it, it fucking kills him. We got a dead bus driver on our hands, right. which conveniently now has the mark of the devil on him. So this oh. is a coincidence? I think not. I think not. And there was, was another thing that annoyed the shit out of me about his eating when he kept rubbing his nose. Remember that yeah. when he was like, yeah, yeah, he kept like like he had an itchy like, nose. Like his nose with a greasy face. It's like stop, stop. You know, like you know, he like he kept touching and rubbing underneath his nose. It's like, ugh, like you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, terrible. it was it was just all around gross, man. Uh, but I wasn't too sad. Cut- I wasn't too sad to see him go. I wasn't. Too uh, sad. No, I wasn't. You know, he, he you know, and uh, but now we're kind of going back and forth. We're speeding it up, like you're talking about the cuts. Uh, we're showing. Uh, we're showing Howard and meeting up with Kareen under the steps, and then she takes him up to this room. There's a they got a really cool shot where they hold the camera up and you see the circular staircase and they go up. Yeah, this, yeah. They're real good. It's a it's a good shot. And so they go up to this room to get busy. They cut back to him now and she's poured that glass of wine for him. Her fingernails are painted black and poured, and they look up, and their lips are black, and they're like their cheeks are. They did a real good job making them look kind of sunk in, and like it looked like I don't know if they did any latex work on her, but like her cheekbones are like more yeah, pronounced. I don't know if they did it with just pure makeup or if they did it with I some latex appliances, but it looked really, really yeah. good. Yeah, and so he's now he's basically eating his you know, tons of shit. He's sucking down that last glass of wine. He starts choking. Because of you know, obviously her, and then he falls back on the chair and he's laying there, and then she puts her hand on him, and then when she lifts her hand up and you and you, they kind of pan across his forearm. He's got the mark of the devil. At yep. the same time, they cut back to the father and they're looking at the book and you see the mark of the devil. So we've put two and two together here. Yep. You know, yep. Right? Yep. Mark of the devil. Now we got uh, <clears throat> our Joan Collins-looking housewife. She's She's kind of stumbling down the stairs. Like she, she looks like she kind of lost her balance. And I don't know if it's because she can't see, but they're making it look like that. But she's kind of, she's just kind of fumbling around, going down, down in this dungeon type thing. And uh, yeah, she should. She's, she's on a pilgrimage for some gold. She's looking for the gold. So now that's her. That's her seven deadly. That's her sin. Well, I, I like how they they do because like she does eventually find the gold. Like she does. She, but the 
the succubus is almost in a taunting kind of way behind her the whole time. She's she's kind of coming down the stairs, and then she's kind of in front of her in this room waiting in a corner, and you can barely see her. And our, our housewife walks by. She's wearing like this red kind of dress, muumuu type thing, and uh, holding the candle. And then the succubus like confronts her, and it's like startles her. And now she's now she's back to looking pretty. This succubus, she doesn't look demonic right now. Yeah, she had uh, went right back through the transformation to thing. looking normal again. So she's kind of like she says some shit to her. She kind of has her up against the wall, and then she starts walking. And basically, the housewife is following her down to the lab uh, where this dungeon thing where uh, the Baron's got all his beakers and and all his stuff. And basically, she's leading her over to uh, what will eventually be, be the uh, big, large like, like pit? thing, a pit of yeah. like gold flakes. It's like gold. Yeah, it's just like gold flakes or gold dust of some sort. Like, it's really interesting. I was like, I wonder how they did this. It's like this shimmering gold, like almost like sand. It's almost like a quicksand of gold, you know. And like you know, and so she walks over, and the succubus. Now it's a really cool shot. Succubus is behind her, and now the succubus has changed. You can see her face in the shadowy light of the candle, and like, oh, now she's she's back she's, to looking yeah. scary. She's back, back and kind of in a possessed yeah. kind of mode going She's on. She's got to right. get this look on her face, like kind of like, you know, like kind of smiling. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> ah, keep going. Yeah. You know, it's scary. It's creepy. Yeah, you so see anyway, a, demon, a demonic thing like that smiling and kind of cackling uh, yeah, at you. Yeah, mm. I, yeah, right. Exactly. And uh, so anyway, so she's, she's uh, the housewife's just picking up the gold and like can't believe it she's loving it she looks up and now she sees the succubus in that face so she's kind of freaking out like it's like oh my god what what's going on here succubus pushes her the housewife into the pit and then the succubus she does this weird face there where she kind of pulls her jaw out and she smiles you know, like her. she pushes her bottom jaw kind of out yeah, and leans her head back scary, it's, it's really scary, weird very alarming but anyway, our housewife is sinking into the gold like like quicksand. Yep. And yeah. Very, yeah. Basically, so she's like screaming and she's like ah, you know, and of course she's you know gonna die. And then we just see her hand, and then we see the mark of the beast on her on hand, her, yeah, on her palm. They make they goes, make quick work out of uh, uh, the housewife out of Nancy. Then the, the succubus makes quick, quick, quick work out of her. Like she's done. She's right, and so she's she's gone now. She's dead. And uh, I really like, I really, I, I like to know the story behind all that, all that's like what they did with it. Like, what is that? What is that gold? That yeah, you how they, how, I wonder how, how they pulled that how off. Do you do? It looks really good. <clears throat> and she's, she's obviously in something to like go down in and, and then like, and like, you know, whatever. I don't know. It, it was, it would just look cool. It was a neat effect. That would just right. be interesting to talk to somebody that was was there you know and then be able to figure out how they pulled that off right like right, yeah i'd like to know like what what was that did you obviously paint us with tough gold or what what you know what was that stuff it looks great maybe it was just like gold painted confetti or something yeah it could have been you know or, or they or they spray painted sand you know they, yeah. they just who knows but anyway, this is kind of a funny scene. We got Mason, the old crotchety fucker. He's laying in bed trying to sleep. <laughs> and, and you know, but you got to admit, like, right here, he has a reason to be crotchety. He's trying yeah. to sleep while Howard... Uh, 
And oh well, uh, yeah, he he's got a reason to be mad. Uh, but it's it's funny because like you know yeah, Howard and uh, Karina are are you know hot and heavy here. And getting it on. They're, they're getting it on, they're, and they're not being quiet about it either. They're not being quiet. It's it's like you can't ignore this, you know. And, uh, and, <laughs> I love and so, when he sticks his head in the fireplace to holler up at them. He's like, "Are right. you going to be finished?" Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly right. Like, like yeah, right. Exactly. Like, hurry up, you know. <laughs> and uh, so this is pretty funny. Uh, this whole scene with him. And uh, and they're, they're looking around like, ah, oh, shut the fuck up, you know. They go back to what they're doing, and uh, I thought it cut to Father Alvin doing more cert- more research, like uh, looking through the book, and then Howard Corinne somehow they change. Oh, they change uh, their minds and decide to. That's when they decide to go up, and they go into the torture, uh, the basically the torture chambers. Oh, to fuck some more? Yeah, because because they realize that they're disturbing Mason, the crotchety old part. So that's when they go up to the. They end up in the torture chamber, and they're kind of looking around, and that's when uh, the succubus really. This is where, like I said, it, the tonal shift is kind of weird because it, it it really makes quick work out of them because they're they're kind of nosing around, and she just shows up as the succubus. I don't even think she tries to entice them in any way, shape, or form, you know, in her normal form. She just shows up and throws them straight into the uh, the guillotine, if I remember right. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that's, that's, yeah, they're up there in that room with the, with the Iron Maiden. Yeah, because he gets thrown into the, into the, right. she guillotine. Into the and fucking, and, uh, and that comes down. And that's a pretty cool thing because they show, you know, they show his head in the basket. You know, like it, like it, uh, right? Did they? Yeah, yeah, they did. And then she picks it up and she kind of holds it out to show it to yeah, Corinne. That's right, to right, right. That's a pretty good. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, the the, the effect was a pretty. You know what I mean? Uh, it was pretty decent. Uh, like you know, I mean, I I don't know how they pulled it off. If they just had a a, a chamber where he stuck his head up out, out of it, but it looked really good. They had some of that thick ragu kind of blood all over the place. Yeah. But I love it when when the succubus picks up the head. And shows it to Corinne to make her back up into that uh, Iron Maiden. Then the Iron Maiden just closes around her like, on its like own. The, doesn't the Iron Maiden open up? Yes, it like, opens up behind her as she's backing towards As she's it. backing into it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Because it just kind of like, it starts to fan open. Like, it's as though doors open in it. Then, obviously, she backs into it. And then it starts to close on her. As which you know, it's got nothing. It's, you know, it's got the spikes in it so that's pretty that's a pretty horrible death <laughs> yeah yeah it's not a good end for her it's not a good end for anybody yeah and uh and yeah and I, if i remember what, with the head i think the head i think they did the the old like you know like shoot the way they shot it i don't think they had a fake head made i think that was him just you know she's holding on to his hair and they they shot from right from his jawline up right right uh, old school yeah, trick but, but it's but it's yeah, effective it worked it looked good and then, but it was funny. You're talking about the sauce, the thick sauce. When she gets inside the Iron Maiden, they go down to the feet, the foot of the. Oh, and it starts the, bubbling out. Like, <laughs> it starts bubbling out of the crack of the Iron Maiden. You know the, yeah. You starts coming out. Yeah, this thick as shit. It's it's got the color that would make uh, Ursula Gordon Lewis proud. You know, it's got that. It's got that really yeah, red, yeah. like 
This shit is thick. This is some this is some thick ass shit bubbling out of there. But then they open it up and then it's like, yeah, she's dead. Corrine's dead in there and they got spike, they show a spike like coming out of her chest and it's you know, it's it's pretty gruesome. They're not really bloody or anything, but they just, you know, you, you could tell she got she was you know, yeah, the, the effects in this are, are all now. I'm not saying this is a negative to the film, but the effects are very minimal. Right. It's more done done on ambiance and, and you know, creep the factor. style, creep factor. Yeah, but it's effective. Right. It's very effective. It does, you know, certain movies just do, doesn't need to have, uh, you know, a shitload of blood and gore in it. And then this mo- movie has a, a fair amount, but it's used to a minimalistic kind right. of effect. But it works. Right. I, I, I think it works. I thought it worked fine. You know, I was like, yeah, I know some, you know, like sometimes you're like, oh, you want more gore and you want more this and that. But I think, but I think the gothic they, horror movie, I'm the not really there. Horror, I, guess, I, I think they did the right amount for this movie. I think it worked. Everything would, would work perfect. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I think they didn't overdo it on anything. They used everything tastefully and uh, just enough to like, you know, tell the, you know, it was more, they're telling the story. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, the, the gore wasn't the star of this movie. The gore, the star was uh, was Erica Blanc right. and, and the castle. Yeah, this is funny. Uh, this is a funny scene where uh, uh, now uh, oh, Mason curvature <laughs> yeah. hallway, and then she's the succubus is walking, and then he he comes up behind her, <laughs> so like she's walking down the thing, and then he he. He he. She backs over up into a wall and then turns around. She's got her hands in front of her face, and you know she because you know, she looks demonic. And then when they go down, she's back to looking normal. Of normal, she's gonna look like she's not all. I love how it's choreographed because he's following her, but at the same time she's behind him, following him. Right, the way right. They cut back and forth, like he thinks he's following her, but she's really creeping up behind him. He's right, just. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah. and then, but this is a cool scene because he's kind of like looking. And then she's kind of like, you know, kind of coming up on him, kind of innocent, like, uh, you know, and he's like looking at her like, what, like, okay, what's going on? And then she just grabs him and throws him, throws him out the window. And he just say, you know, ah, you know, and then he's impaled on these spikes down at the bottom of the thing. And, and, and uh, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Right. So he's, <laughs> he lived a night, he lived a long life. It was time for Mason to go. Yeah. It was time uh, for him to. Time to shuffle loose the mortal coil. <laughs> now we're back to our, exactly. We're back to, there's like a stick or something laying. Yeah. This is kind of, this yeah. She turns the branch like, like, yeah, it's like a branch. It's, not a stick. it's like a large branch. And she's, she's staring at it. She just comes upon it right after Mason, like is impaled. It goes right to this branch. And it's a nod. Like it's so. She's staring at it with this weird look, and next thing you know, it's a snake, like a big boa. I don't know what kind of snake it was. This is like a big snake. So now we got uh, Regine. She's sleeping. She hasn't. She's you know hasn't had a lot of stuff going on in this thing. They kind of get to her, and so she's back. She's laying. I felt like they room. didn't give her enough to do. Yeah, I, yeah, I like think they, they kind of wrote her character very thin as as compared to the other you know six characters in the story. Right. They definitely could have used her more. But anyway, so we've got, uh, so she's still sleeping, and now we know there's a snake around, but we don't know what's going on yet. Now we're back to that reading room with the fa- with Father Father Alvin, and he's kind of got that book in there. And then our succubus shows up again, like completely gorgeous again, wearing 
uh, some blacky lingerie kind of stuff. Just kind of walks. I feel in like just, as as she goes on, she's wearing less and less. Right. She's not. She doesn't have the, like the mid belly stuff on anymore. It's all like it's just like a almost like a bra and like something. And she sits down. She's very. It's very beautiful. Black uh, lingerie, and she's in there, you know, seducing the father again. And he's she's just kind of sitting there, you know, <coughs> being gorgeous. And uh, and then we cut back. We've got that snake. That snake is is now. I think did the snake come through the window? There's yeah, the snake window. came through the window. It was window was open, and it, the snake was coming through the window. And now it's in the bed with uh, right now it's in the bed with with uh, yeah with uh, Regine. Now I, I yeah with Regine, not Corinne. That's right. Now I do have a bit of trivia about that. Shirley Corrigan, who played her. Uh, wasn't told about the snake scene until the day she arrived in Belgium to begin filming. Oh, so I can imagine she probably was not very happy about that. She probably wasn't happy because that snake is large. It's very creepy and it's real. Like yeah, it's, it's totally real. real. And it's, it's like, she's laying there, you know, pretending to be asleep. And this fucking thing is just like, I'd be shitting up. myself. To be quite be honest like, with no. you folks, I'd be shitting myself and like how you got the snake to even like do that like you know the snakes you know they don't like take direction like you know they just yeah, set it's it not like a dog like, you know they don't take get, direction like did it move like they got it to move they show it close up so they probably filmed it like finally when it moved i don't know if it's just something like it just started wanting to move away but it's they show it like kind of up on her arm like by her hand and then it comes up like she's laying there and it's it's up on the bed, like next to her. That must have been terrifying. Uh, I'd have been I'd been scared shitless. I I'd have, yeah, I'd I wouldn't like, have been able to do it. You know, your eyes are closed, and you're waiting for this real snake to like come up on you. But then we go to we go. <laughs> I don't need I don't need a movie career that bad. I'm just gonna say right, that straight right. up. I I would just right. just say no. <laughs> Fuck no. Stunt double. You know, like get somebody to lay in the bed. And just don't film my face. And. uh so anyway, she wakes up and it's like, you know, ah, you know, this fucking snake. And then we, we cut back. Uh, the succubus is down there, like taking, getting like, she looks like she's going to remove her bra and she's like really seducing the father. And then at, when, when, when Regine screams, it cuts back to the succubus and she turns her face and now she's back like demonic. And the father starts doing the crossing, you know, he does the Catholic kind of crossing. Right, the, right. Uh, you know, thing, whatever they call that. He's like doing the, you know, the holy thing. And uh, and so he takes off running. Uh, he's heading toward where the scream came from. And then Succubus is right on him. She pops up in front of him and kind of right in his path of running. You know, this isn't going to be good. He's just kind of dealing with it. And uh, I forget what she's telling him, but. She... Oh, I forgot what she told him, too. Damn it, I did it was well. I was so entranced in the scene that I didn't write down any of the dialogue uh, in the notes because it was like so good. So good, I was just like watching, just like oh, what's gonna happen next? Because it's it's pretty good, man. It's pretty, it's pretty like the the whole scene. He pulls out, uh, I, I believe he pulls his rosary out, and it's like she's really like dressed in this lingerie, but this terribly scary looking demonic face, and she's backing him up. And he's scared now, you know, like, you know, like, this is bad, you know, like, this is, this is the succubus, this is, right, this is, this evil. is everything that he, that, yeah, evil incarnate, this is everything, you know, so he kisses the rosary, and, and then he does, 
he like kind of flings his arm and it cut it puts a big gash in her forehead with the cross. Right. With the cross. So then she's like now I go, you know, like, you know, and she's like, it, it's pretty creepy looking because she's got her fingers look normal, but she's like contorting her face with her hands. So it's like it's weird. She's like, you know, like, like Yeah, she does look like she's in some legit agony. Right, and it's it's creepy as fuck. So he takes off running. Um, he gets outside, and this is when we see our road, our man by the road again, our really yeah, creepy the, guy. The roadside now, creep. Now he's dressed. This is guy's really creepy. He's dressed almost like a like a grim reaper. It's very he's very creepy looking, and he comes. Yeah, up. his name is Daniel Emil Furk. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's. I mean, uh, I'm again not trying to be mean, but uh, he looks the part. The, you couldn't say have done that. a better. Casting was perfect. <laughs> yeah, he has very creepy eyes, very uh, creepy teeth, and yeah, he's just, a very yeah, unfortunate he's, hairline. Right. And then now the succubus, she's out on the steps. He puts his hand. She's kind of looking at him. She's kind of hunched down. And, of course, she's kind of a bang him. And we kind of find out, you know, this guy is a little bit more than just some town guy. Uh, you know, he's, from, you know, he puts his hand out like, He's standing in this robe, and it's obviously he's a man of whatever he is. He commands respect, like you know. Yeah, he's he's uh he's the one in charge, <laughs> right? And so he's like, okay, what's going on with this guy? He pull takes his hood back, and he's standing there. And now, uh, the so our our the father takes off running, and dude's just kind of right behind him. You know, he's going across this big lawn. And uh, and he's in his robe. It's it almost like, like a classic kind of like Michael Myers kind of thing. Like yeah, no matter how fast you, yeah. but he's right on him. Yeah, but no matter how this, fast you run, they walk faster. Right, but is and he's got this this really cool black robe on. You know, it's almost kind of Darth Vader ish. You know what I mean? It's just like this kind of big robe, like you know, like in a way, you know, he's just kind of. It's like a poor man's Undertaker, a poor man's right. uh, Grim Reaper. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that robe is just amazing on him, and it's cool. And then he's got this really pale, skinny, super thin like head, and it's cre- it's scary. He's, he's creepy. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's just like it's just like oh, this guy is so nasty. And uh, but you know, it's, it's just like he's got a mouthful of chiclets. Right, <laughs> chiclets. That's it. That's the word. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> We're yellow, yellow, people, yellow chicken. <laughs> and uh so he's kind of going around around with the father here and the father is basically went ran to the church he didn't run but he kind of did he got a church so he's standing he's standing in the churchway door and so the our grim reaper man who we're gonna find out he's more than just that i mean he's he's uh he's, he's the devil he's, he's the devil and so he's not going to come in like the. So the father. I do love the stand up. It's like, why don't you come out? I and mean, he's like, why don't you come in? Come <laughs> in. The priest is like, yeah, why don't you step in? And he's like, no, no, I'll pass. So the so priest makes him a deal. He basically says he, you know, he'll go with him or whatever if if he lets if they if he brings back the seven people or the other six people, you know that that died, you know that he'll. Uh, you know, yeah, he'll, so, he'll give himself he'll give himself up freely. And, you know, and I think he's trying to entice him. He's like, you know, I'm a man of the cloth. If you take me, that's, you know, that that's like a, a gold plated uh, soul right. for you. So it's right. right. a trophy right there. So 
the the dude the the uh, <laughs> Satan, he just kind of pops. He just kind of pops his hand out. And he's got a contract in his hand, like rolled up, and then he's got like a feather pen, you know, whatever. And he's got he's holding this feather. You know, I, I do so like he, that. Like he already had the contract. Right. Yeah. You know, the the way they did it was very slick. It was very right. Nice. It looked close. We hands it to him. Uh, the father goes in, and without the devil looking and seeing, he like takes the. I don't know if he took the pen and did it, but he puts a cross on his wrist. And then he signs the contract, and then the contract goes up in flames. Now, did you notice that the actor, like, when he signs, as soon as he's done making his mark on it, the things burst into flames, and he had to jump back to keep his, like, face from yeah. getting singed? Yeah. I don't think it was supposed to erupt into flame quite like right, that. They probably had too much shit on it, and it went, whoa! And they went, all right, you know, like... You know, that's the only one back. we had. We got to make the take work, right? Yeah, we got to make it work. That, so... So now the father wakes up. It's like next morning. He comes out into the, like the, I guess they're all sitting around in the morning and, and everybody's alive again. And the succubus is there and she's sitting at the table with everybody. And then we finally, we see our Baron again. He's been missing in action. He's out, he's out in like the courtyard fencing with Hans. Isn't it Hans? Is yeah. He fencing with Hans? Oh, is he so, yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Because like for yeah. the, the last good forty five minutes, the, the the Baron's just been gone. He's just right. been strangely absent the entire time until he shows up to get killed fencing. You know the very end. Right. And and so now, uh, what's she, what does she do? And the succubus goes. She's playing the organ. Yep. And they're all just kind of sitting. It's like just creepy music, and everybody's back alive again. They're all looking out in the courtyard, and then Hans stabs i didn't think they were real swords and fencing but i guess they are he stabs uh the the uh he stabs the baron in the in the heart or the heart area because the baron's alive and so they they take the baron up to like a bedroom and they're like you know and it's obviously it's one of these things where you know he's still alive but they know he's gonna die and this is when we start kind of finding out what happened about the curse and it and then he kind of starts start kind of spilling the beans of what happened and well yeah he kind of confesses you know that he had killed his eldest daughter so that she wouldn't become a succubus because it's the firstborn daughter and then uh is this isn't this kind of where like they kind of spill everything out like the housekeeper we find out martha uh yeah that martha had had a a kid with i think the baron's brother baron's brother and it's the brother rudolph Yes, and, Rudolf von, and, von and what Hooper. it turns out to be is the Baron killed his daughter for no reason because the actual daughter that she had uh, this, it turned out to be the eldest daughter of the family. So he didn't know that though. He didn't know that that was that that had happened. So he so uh, it's but because it's in the family, it didn't have to be his daughter. So it was an illegitimate daughter that Martha had from his brother. So that's the succubus, our red-haired, our Lisa. That's that's who that is. That whole thing now kind of gets spelled out, and then uh, the Baron. Because I in question for the whole movie up until now, because I, I kind of thought, at least in my, my mind, is that he maybe didn't kill the daughter and that he yeah, couldn't bring himself to do it. But I no, guess, it, right? Yeah. I figured that was his daughter. I did for the whole time. I thought, okay, that's his daughter. So that was a good little twist they threw at us. Yeah, that was a neat then, little twist at the end. One last goes, twist. Yeah, I thought, okay, that's his daughter. She's 
we're going to find out that either he didn't stab her in the end or he didn't and the baby lived. You know, that's what I was thinking they were going with, which is pretty kind of a textbook story. Like, okay, but that was too simple. And it was, I'm glad they did it the way they did. It's like, no, no, no. Your daughter didn't have to die, but there is a daughter and it's in your family. The, you know, the eldest daughter is your brother's. <laughs> So, stupid. So anyway, right. so they get a, so they get um, oh you get the wop 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 wop. So anyway, so they get the uh, so basically they're it's it's like everybody's back, the band's back together, everybody's back at the bus. It's the next morning. Everybody's got their bags. Everybody that was just brutally murdered is you know like nothing Alive ever happened. Now. Like, yeah, like they have no knowledge of it. It's just like nothing ever happened. (laughs) They're getting on the bus. And uh, there's always one last twist to be had, isn't there? Right. Yeah, we're right. We're not done yet. No happy ending here. So the father wanders back into the church. He sees the contract like laying there in ashes. And then he does like he does like the religious sign, crosses himself. The succubus is standing behind him. She's dressed in all in white like she did when she showed up. The bus. Well, well the, like, everybody takes off in the bus, and he decides last minute that he's going to he, stick around. Gonna, I think the, is the did the Baron pass away yet, or was he still he was still alive, or he was going to do it to give him the last rites and uh, and bury him properly? I think it was something like that because I don't think they showed the actual Baron dying yet. The Baron dying yet. So I think. But he's they're watching up. from like a castle window. The bus is driving along. Right. And everybody is doing their thing. The old man's Mason's <laughs> complaining. The the uh, uh, back to normal like they were when we first saw them. And, and, and our driver, the, the bus our driver is still eating, eating nasty food. Chicken. You know, he's eating chicken again. It's like chicken. okay, he had some chicken with him, and I'm assuming it's chicken. And he's sitting there like sucking on a big chicken bone, you know. And uh, yeah, that's when he yeah, that's when he calls out to him like waiting for the father, you know, a father to come. And that's when he didn't he tell them that he's gonna stay, and that's when we and and that's when all yep. that went down. Yep, yep. And now, uh, when they're looking out the window, I'll let you finish it off because it's, it's really well. They're it's watching. Pretty, pretty bad. It's pretty sad. It's it's like oh no, they were gonna they were this close to getting away, and then it's just yeah. But when you make a deal with the devil, yeah, you, there's you know right. they always say that. in a contract to read the fine print, but when you're making a deal with the devil in movies like this. There is no fine print, at least none that you can see. And they're they're going. They're, he's watching them drive away. I think he's finally confident. Father Alvin is that he's uh, you know he, he's tricked the devil into letting his friends go free. But then they encounter a uh, a carriage coming the other way. The bus driver, of course, fumbling with his chicken instead of you know with his greasy chicken. I think that's what literally what did him in. And he's yeah. just spinning the wheel, goes over the edge of a cliff. Over the edge into a ravine, crashes down at the bottom and explodes, killing whole, fucking everybody. The whole fucking bus just ba boom, and everybody's like instantly. I, dead. I didn't tra- quite see that one coming. Like I, I figured something was going to happen to them. I did not. I did not see that coming. I figured I, something weird was going to happen, but not. Yeah, I, I didn't something see weird that. was going to happen, but I didn't have it pegged that the bus was going to blow the fuck up. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't until that last second where they saw him lose control. I didn't think. I didn't see the bus going off the road. You know, uh, like you know, and then crash. I figured they so, just wouldn't be allowed to leave. You know, they they drive and then they'd round the corner and be right, right. back where they were. Or something, one of those endless loops. 
is what I kind of thought was going to happen. But nope, nope, they blow the fuck up. And and then they, we, we do this wicked little thing where we see the de- devil kind of sitting in his, the devil's kind of sitting in his carriage. It looks like a funeral carriage. And he looks up and he looks up at the balcony and you see the succubus with her arms around the the father and then we see a close-up on the father's hand like embracing her and she smiles like i got him you know like you know like well she did know, say she, she collects men right so she's collects so the father's you know and then and then the, and then the satan the devil looks up at her she's looking down at him like like yeah and then it <laughs> goes like that i do good daddy <laughs> exactly like i got him i got the i got you know and then they show and then they show the castle and then it says is it Finn or Finny? Finny. Finn? It's Finny. Finny. So it's just F I N E. Finny. And it just like shows like this red, like kind of creepy looking writing. And that's it. That's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it, it's like most gothic horror movies, it has an abrupt ending. Like, boom, right. blows up. You see right. that the, the Father Alvin's under her, her spell, and that, that's it. You know, it's over. No muss, no fuss. Nice, right. clean, tidy it's little not- ending. Movie's over, folks. <laughs> yeah, everybody died. Just died in a horrible yeah. bus crash. Yeah. In the, in yeah. Exit the theater. Take your trash with you. It's over. Yeah. Just uh, want to say like, oh, did the devil not keep his word? Say it isn't so. <laughs> I can't believe the devil lied to them. Yeah. Uh, Who would have yeah, ever like, thought? Who'd have thunk it? But, but yeah, that's it's it. A, folks. It's a beautifully made movie. I, I think it's. Uh, just the without the castle though they, they'd have been lost without that beautiful fucking location that was that was the ultimate star of the movie yeah that castle was definitely like a, a main character they that, that castle it was you had to have that that was the cake for all the frosting to go on you know what i mean it's like you had right. to have that castle you know and it was a beautiful castle and that was a great story i really enjoyed it yeah me too me too i thought it was, I thought it was a solid story from start to beginning, uh, to beginning to end, I just you know it started out, you know, in you know back in you know fucking the end of the war, and then it led right into you know the seventies, early seventies, late sixties, whatever it was supposed to be. But it you know it kind of went right in, and we had our main characters come right in. Didn't waste any time. It rolled right along, um, you know, and uh, you know, yeah, it's holding. Story. It was. I thought it was a solid story. I was very pleased at the end. I, was, you know, I thought the ending was kind of took me like, whoa, shit, you know, <laughs> like wow. But hey, that's kind of had to happen like that. You made. Yeah, it, it was death. nice to kind of be surprised for once, you know. Right, and I was like, and I was oh, didn't see that yeah. coming. Right, I did not, and so they got yeah, they yeah. So so what? Uh, yeah. what do you give it on a scale from one to ten then? One to ten, I'm going to give it a solid nine. Solid nine. Interesting. Uh, uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. I, I could almost give it a ten, but I'm gonna stick with a nine because I'm gonna save the tens for like you know. But I was, I you know, like I, I could go there though. I really did. I thought I, I gave it a solid nine because I really enjoyed the story. You know, would we have liked to seen a little bit more of this or that? Sure. You know, but you know, but you know, could have you know, like okay, a little bit more gore, a little bit more. But that isn't everything in a movie. It told a good story. It was. It it, it showed what it needed to show. You know, like any movie, could it have been better here or there? Sure. But I thought they wrote a good, whoever wrote the thing, it wrote a good story. I thought it was cast brilliantly. I thought everybody in it looked Everybody looked did like their job really well. There was nobody that was like a, 
There was nobody there was that no, I would consider a weak link. That's what I was gonna say. There was no weak link in the chain of the in, in link in that chain. It was everybody was solid. Everybody did a great job. I thought all the costuming looked good. Everything especially looked great. uh Regine Shirley Corrigan uh acting with that snake. I yeah, that was that was awesome. She 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 was a trooper for for putting up with that because a lot of people would have said, "Oh fuck you, no." I'm, yeah, I'm yeah I would have said, "Fuck you." I would have been done. <laughs> I've been like, "New." Nope. She figured something out. I I don't know. Maybe I'd have, you know I don't know. Maybe I'd have done it, but I mean I had have been really scared. I, I would, I'm too damn scared of snakes to, to I don't, do that. I don't, I don't I don't know if I'd want tarantulas crawling on me, but I might have been able to do the snake. I don't know, but uh, but uh, I don't. But that's who knows. But so I, I give it again a nine. I give it a nine. I saw a nine. I thought it was good. I thought it, I liked the characters. I loved the story, and uh, I thought it was I thought it was a really good gothic horror uh, movie, and I, I I enjoyed it very much. And I would say anybody you just want to sit around on a rainy night and watch a cool gothic movie, that's a good one. You, you, I think you'll enjoy it. And, uh, and I, I'd have to agree with you. I'm coming in a little bit lower than you. I'm coming in at an eight. I think it's a pretty solid eight for pretty much all the same reasons you had said. It's beautiful locations, beautifully shot, uh, acted really well. You know, the story's got some nice twists and turns. I did not really think that our uh, creepy roadside, uh, you know, creeper was going to be the, the fucking devil. I didn't have picked that, that state himself. <laughs> Yeah, I figured he was just a creeper, you know. Right. I, I never once when I first saw him, like, oh, this guy's going to be the devil. Right. Yeah. He definitely uses that. Oh, the creepy janitor. There he is. You know. And if he would have told me it would have ended with the bus going over the edge of a cliff and exploding on impact, I would have been like, nah, that's not, not going to happen. Uh, but it was. I did not. I did not see that coming. That was a good. That was a good zinger. Again, like yeah. I, I save nines for near perfect movies, and I think the only reason why I can't give this one a nine is that that first half is really kind of it's a little dull it's a little dull it's the only reason yeah. why i don't give it a nine but still i feel like an eight is still pretty damn solid and eight is a very good score so i think it's a we we've scored it what it deserves yeah yeah but i think uh that being said i i want to hunt down the uh the remake to see what they did with this and see what they they changed and whatnot so when we finish this show, I will hunt it down, and if I can find it anywhere uh, streaming, I will send you a link to it, and we can, uh, you know, maybe do it for a follow-up show one day. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do a follow-up. I would love to see. I would love to see the remake. You know, I, I really would. Uh, we'll see great. how readily available it is. <laughs> All righty, folks. Well, we will bid you a fond farewell for the afternoon. You have been listening to the good old-fashioned Grindhouse Pizzeria here. On Cinema Degeneration, I have been your host, Cameron Scott. And as always, this has been my regular faithful co-host and cohort in crime, Tommy K., Tom Commissar. And we bid you a fond farewell. And uh, don't go on any bus rides to any old castles out in Belgium, all right? It might just get meeting up with the devil. Yeah.